Alright, they take three, Saturday show, September 27th, year 2014. We're doing the hazing. Okay. And they made pans of brownies with chocolate chips. Yeah. Except the chocolate chips were x lax mm. That would do it. That would solve the problem. But the, the challenge is he would not know what did this to him. Mm -hmm. I don't think the seniors did either. They, especially they wondered after sitting in the restroom all day long. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Oh dear. I mean, it was not a kind thing, but they weren't doing kind things too. Well, and I wasn't involved. I didn't do it. You just heard about it. I didn't do it. I know that they were doing it, but I didn't do it. it Cross my heart. And you didn't rat them out either, did you? I did not rat them out. Mm-hmm. They were responsible for their own actions and their own apologies that they were due. That would do it. I was such a goody two-shoes. Well, I know you were. Especially when you were telling, I don't know, you want to tell the story about the, your classmate decided to play hooky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good story. That's a great story. Yeah. I mean, there were three of us who, uh, one, two, three, four, four of us, uh -huh. piled around together we were high school buddies mm -hmm. and we were on a bus we went to school on a bus I mean it was a bus ride and three of them made arrangements with the bus driver to get off the bus about a mile from the school and he said okay now make sure that you're on the corner when we get back here because if you're not there I can't stop and wait for you mm -hmm. and they said okay we're, we're fine we're going to have a good day and we'll be on the corner waiting for you well the bus driver got sick and the owner of the company was driving the bus that afternoon and just drove right past them and they are they, they were beside themselves I mean we were miles and miles from home across a river and they had to call their parents to come pick them up and they asked me to do it with them, and I said no, <laughs> you know, because um, you know, if my father ever found out about that, it would not be a fun deal. And so I said no. So the three of them, <laughs> three of them got off and had a wonderful day, but couldn't get back home. And I sat there, Miss Goody, <laughs> I was on the bus. I mean, I was cool. So did, did they have anything to say the next day? No, they were pretty embarrassed. Uh -huh. You know, they kind of hung their heads. Uh -huh. And the rest of the kids on the bus, as we were in high school, this was not, you know, we knew how to take care of ourselves. I'm surprised the bus rider agreed to do the deal, aren't you? I know, I know. He was such a neat guy. Uh -huh. But I, that was kind of risky. I, I don't know. Um if I were responsible for kids on a bus, I don't think I would do that. Well, basically, I, it might be a sense that you could have gotten fired because you're getting contracted to over the kids' to uh -huh. school. You know. You know, the thought never occurred to me that maybe that's why he wasn't there. Because <laughs> somebody said something. I, I don't maybe you know, it never occurred to me. Yeah. Oh, well, that's why this that, the, that oh, reminds oh, me of my that. freshman year because I was taking a bus from Castor Valley to Hayward at the, the Moreau High School where I went. Mm -hmm. um, it was a Catholic high school. Well, I went there for my freshman year. And I remember um, taking off, cutting school before it was over, 
and climbing the very tallest cyclone fence I ever climbed in my life. It was, man, it, it, maybe it went up like, it seemed like it would be like three stories. It, was, it wasn't just like a double height of a normal one. It was at least four of those heights and, and probably more. Uh, it, it went along Mission Boulevard and I have to uh, climb up that and over. And, um, I just remember that I did it. I don't really remember um, much about it. Why did you do it? Uh, to take off with friends or my brother to go do something else. So it was your escape route? Wild then. It was your escape route? Uh, yeah, that well, that sense was it was right next to a, a, a grass field, and out of out of the view, unless uh, somebody happened to be, you know, making a point to go over there and look. So, I, it was like, I, I like the prisoners back. in a penitentiary. You went over the wall. I know that's what it reminds me of because I've been watching Prison Break. I'm actually watching the very last episode. It's kind of addicting, even though it has a bunch of stupid things all throughout it, peppered with them like crazy. But uh, you don't have very much to choose from on television anymore. When you're Except in jail. Sports. Oh boy, do we have sports? I'm not following you. I said we don't have very much to choose from on television anymore. You know what? I haven't actually watched regular television for might even be a half a year or more because uh, I've just been watching Netflix. It's easier than surfing all through and trying to wait for the commercials to see what it is or mm-hmm. things like that. So, so I just been been watching Netflix myself. Yeah. Well, I've got your trivia question ready for you. Okay. You have to tell me if you like or know about Fibber McGee and Molly or the Great Gildersleeve. Which one are you more up on? Mm, I've been, uh, let's, let's, let's try Gildersleeve. Okay. Gildersleeve had a niece and a nephew. What was his nephew's name? Leroy. Oh, right. Or, or, or Leroy. Yep. Good. <laughs> it was, uh, what's her name yes. from across the street? Shirley. Leroy. Shirley. <laughs> Very excellent. Leela. And especially now, since I am able to make CDs and I'm starting to catch up on stuff, what would you like in your envelope or your truck? Well, we have my truck. Great. It'll be in your truck by the time, yeah. What um, did we have last week that I had put down with you? We had, um, you wanted Sherlock Holmes, Basil Rathbone two weeks ago, and then last week you wanted the South African Sherlock Holmes. So you've got two different sets of Sherlock Holmes coming. Those are the most recent ones. Okay, and did I ask you recently to to, to write something else down that, that I would like? No. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Mr. President, does that that uh, covers true facts about all various presidents? Yep, that's a good yes, series. Yes, it does. And that's a okay. good series, too. 
Why don't I uh, have you do that for That'd be me? Great, Mr. President. You've got it's a good show, excellent show. Not my favorite, but it's. I mean, that doesn't take away from it. It is an excellent show with good portraits. I don't like surprise endings. <laughs> you don't like what? Surprise. I don't end- like surprise endings. They ask you to identify the president at the beginning of the show, and they give. Um, is it a half an hour show, Walden? Yeah, I think it's so. A, it's a yeah, half hour. Half an hour. And, right? Yep. Half an hour. And through the half an hour show, you get snapshots of the president as he is working through his term of office. And you're supposed to guess along the way which president they're talking about. And I'm not good at guessing games. So, but okay. Walden is so hot on presidents, he knows the things. Okay, so let me ask you, let me ask you this, as a writer, Patricia. Oh, dear. Yes? What other format would you consider for that series? For that series? I, I would prefer that they tell me which president I'm listening to. It would mean more to me if I knew the name of the president they were portraying. I don't want to wait until the end and say, what did he do now? So you think you think that would not, you don't think that would take away from the mystique of the series? I don't I don't think the series had any mystique. Well, I mean, I the, think, the guessing... I think I got robbed when I listened to the show because they don't tell me who I'm listening about, and I'd appreciate it more. Okay. I mean, sure. If I if I think somebody is Calvin Coolidge and it turns out to be Teddy Roosevelt. Um, I have to wait until the end of the show to find out I was wrong. Okay, now, and, and you spent the whole show in your mind yeah. putting all of that towards Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, struggling I, so and struggling I, yeah, to, to um, yeah, struggling to come up with the right president. Okay, now, now, Walden, you are right up there with presidents. You know, backwards yeah. and forwards, you're president. You're amazing. So I think Who me? You appreciate the show Who far, me? far more than than the average bear. Am I average? I'm just an average bear. No, you're not an average bear. Oh, no, no, you're You're abnormal. (laughs) Okay, now. Definitely abnormal. Now, now let me ask you this, Patricia. We know you love detective stories. Right. You don't know the ending there. You're trying to guess, aren't you, when you're reading it? Oh, I can, but I can solve it along with the detective. So, what I was wondering, (laughs) like, the early queen, have you listened to some of the one where they have... They, you have the story, and then they stop, and they have this panel. They're trying to guess the ending. Yes, I have heard that. What do you think of that format? I'm, I'm not crazy about it. I'm not surprised. They, us, they usually have stupid people. <laughs> it's very hard to listen to somebody who says, I think the horse did it, you know? It's it's just not It's not my cup of Okay. Just so, to see. Well, I Paul, just... when you get to listen to Mr. President... You will give an evaluation and tell me what you think about it. Okay, I've only just heard it recently, yeah. and I might have only heard one or two episodes. Well, now you'll hear a whole bunch of them. You can give a full, detailed analysis. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. So you will listen to the bunch of them, and then you will call back and say, Walden's right on target. It was fun trying to guess who the president was. Or Patricia's right on target. How dare they keep me 
in suspense with something that's so Well, that's why I'm wondering what, how successful the series would have been if you knew the president ahead of time. That's all I'm wondering. Well, they would have had me as a listener. Okay, all right. Well, I, I have to agree with Patricia that I think I would be um, feeling the same way. Uh-huh. Because it isn't a detective um, show. Right. I, I, I'm sure I would have enjoyed it, but I, I would probably be, especially with my cognitive issues. Right. Um, like if she said she thinks that it might have been Teddy Roosevelt, I m- might be thinking that way and then attributing it towards the wrong guy the whole time, mm-hmm. and then maybe the, the um, right answer he, he, might he, not be enough could, to kick could, out the other guy. Okay, cool. could, it been a, could you guys... Enjoy the story. Yeah, well, I'm saying you guys. Enjoy the yeah. story and not and block out who's trying to get the guessing game until the very end. Or you think your mind is always trying to figure out who it is. My mind is getting frustrated because I don't know who it is. And I, my brain works a little differently from most people's. And I think that's part of the problem here. It, it just, I get frustrated easily. It's right. one of the reasons I can't sit and watch a movie. I have to stand up and move around. I know that. But I'm just thinking, think, could you block yourself out? You, you yeah. know, any way you could block it out? Block out if I knew it ahead of time? Right. Well, no. If you, even though you didn't know the answer, could you block that part of it out of it and just enjoy the, the story? Frustration. No. No, because my brain is part of me. Okay, okay. I guess you, that's a good, yeah. that's a good no, answer. No, I would have a hard time doing that. I uh-huh. think I understand what you're asking, but... Right. I don't know if no, I, 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 I can't, would or not. I, can't, I, I just can't appreciate. Guess who? Guess who? I think more people... Coming up behind me and saying, guess who? Yeah, I guess think most people are think that way anyway. That they're trying to figure out who it is anyway. Hmm. I think so. No, I think I'm odd man out on this. No, I think I think you're typical. I'm not typical. Yes, you are. You're, you're, special. you're special. Yeah. I'm special. I'm typically special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Okay. Well, Paul, we will get you Mr. President and um, your evaluation. I will appreciate. Okay. It'll be a while. No problem. All right. Well, I know. You've got a few things going on there. That's right. Like maybe a wedding. Yes. Uh, yes. Indeed. Well, is it, what day is it next week? What day is the wedding? Saturday. Saturday. It's Saturday, so we're not going to be able to talk with you Saturday night, probably. Is that correct? No, probably not. Okay, so you have to take notes and be ready to talk with us about it the following week. Right. It's okay. going to be at a friends of ours' uh, estate, we we'll call it. It's a pretty big piece of property, and they have this large, large front yard grass area mm-hmm. there, you know, the willow trees, and they are going to be just finishing up this huge gazebo. I haven't seen it yet, but my wife said it's huge, round gazebo um, with cement floor uh, that's going to be where the dancing is taking place. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so uh, the, marriage, the marriage, the wedding will be right there and the reception right there. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I hope you have a wonderful time and spectacular weather and everything goes just the way you want it to. 
Thank you so very much. You're very it. welcome. And Bob, okay, don't we'll forget the to tomato soup. Week. That's right, the tomato soup, Bob. All right, Taval. Okay, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Good, good night. You too. Bye-bye. 714-545-2071. And you did that by memory. First mem- time in four weeks we said it out loud. And you did that by memory. I did. I, I know. I, I remember some things. Not you, my name. <laughs> you do so good. Oh, that's okay. You do so, so good. All right, so I've got a mountain of golf information. I've got a squillion, squillion pieces of useless but fun. I've got Walden's questions. What would you like to do? How about the phone call? Hello there. Yeah, on you. Hello, Walden. Hello, Patricia. There's well, a guy who hi, does Jim, how not are like... You? I, I agree with the Glebe. Okay, now, now Jim. Yeah. When we get, before we get to the Glebe, you like milk in anything. Only on what you mean, aside from drinking it plain? Well, I know, I'm not even sure if you like drinking it plain. That's why I'm wondering. All right, sometimes I like drinking it plain. I will like it on vanilla wafers. My mother used to give me cookies and milk. She would put a bowl of vanilla wafers out, and I put the, she put the milk on the vanilla wafers. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I would go along with that. That's good. Okay. But I don't like milk on cereal. I know. I eat cereal dry. Everyone is amazed. My family is amazed that I do that when I don't even eat shredded wheat dry or... Oh, my goodness. Okay, now. So, what do you have next to it to drink while you're eating it? Well, I'll drink juice or, or you know, coffee or something. Uh-huh. Okay. And, but I just don't like, I, don't, I just, you see, when I was in school in my childhood days, they would sometimes put the milk on the cereal in our dining room before a minute or two before we got to the dining room for breakfast, ah. uh, cereal so would get soggy. Yeah, yeah. And mush. And I, I mean, if you eat soggy Cheerios, they taste like noodles, like <laughs> noodles. Oh, it's awful. It's like eating mashed potatoes that don't taste right. And, and, it's the hardest thing to clean, you know, with cereal, stuck in milk, trying to scrape them out of the bowl when you're trying to no. do dishes. It's something. No, it's I, I liked, uh, I guess my... Do they still make Quaker puffed wheat and puffed rice? I think so. I don't hear it advertised. Of course, they don't advertise cereal on radio anymore either. So they, I mean, uh, the, 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 the Google kid is looking it up for us. So. Uh, I remember they were big puffs. I remember eating them as a child or teenager. Uh-huh. And they were big puffs. They, they were puffy. A lot of times, my, my mom will buy now cereal in great big bags for my brother. Yeah. And they're puffed. A lot of cereal that she'll buy are really puffed up. And who knows? I don't know. If... They'll taste like, you know, they were like kicks. Kind of, you know, kicks yep. had kind of that crispy, yep. puffy thing. Or like uh, uh, Cocoa Pops did. They were, they were puff-type cereal rather than flake-type cereal. Well, I think the most famous puff cereal is... is um. What's the one? The one that snack Corn crackles and pop. Corn. Rice. Oh, um, Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies, I think, is the most famous. But you have to, to do that, you have to put the milk on them for them to do that. Can you do, do they snack crackle and pop and anything else? Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. When did, they get did, wet, did, they, did they, if I pour orange juice on my Rice Krispies, would they snack crackle and pop? Did they, yeah. uh, 
They would. Cocoa Krispies, Snap Crackle and Pop, because those were yes. actually Rice Krispies and chocolate. They did. Yeah. Pop Sweet is still a product. Okay. Okay. Let's see. the cereals cold. But, uh, and Puff Rice, too? Um, checking it. Puff Rice. Puffed Rice, yes. Quaker still make, Sweet. Quaker still makes them. Quaker still makes them. Mm-hmm. And they're shot from guns, supposedly. That's right. <laughs> shot from cannons, please. And Sergeant Preston got many a man because he ate puffed wheat. Quaker puffed rice and Quaker puffed... I did puff... not know that. Now, wait a minute. Why would they call it Quaker puffed rice and Quaker sh Sparky? You know, they were used Sparky. Sparky have been an earlier brand name. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what I found interesting, my friend Harold, who was an old-time radio collector... Mm -hmm. We one time we were talking about shows and the sponsors identified them, and we we're talking about Rin Tin Tin. Yeah. And in the fifth, the fifties version of Rin Tin Tin, which was a radio version of the TV soundtrack, it had the TV cast. It was sponsored by by Nabisco, which made Milk Bone and Shredded Wheat. And at the end of the Rin Tin Tin episode, the announcer and Rusty would give Winnie uh, Rinty a milk bone, and my, and you know, the story said at Fort Apache in the 1870s when they're dealing with Indians and all of that, and my friend Harold said, yeah, I'm sure they had milk bones at Fort Apache to give Rin Tin Tin at, at the end of a maneuver, at the end of maneuvers. <laughs> he was joking about mm -hmm. that. Um, uh, but it was, um, and it was a, there's only two, I think to my knowledge, there's only two Rin Tin Tin radio episodes available that I know of. Wasn't it, wasn't it also in the 30s? Didn't they have yeah, a it was a 30s version. Yeah. I never yeah. heard any of those. Yeah. <laughs> but in the 50s. Yeah, there, there were a couple. I've got a couple. Yeah. Um, huh? <coughs> there aren't very many. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, a couple of things. Walden, I'm going to suggest to you, and this is what the phone company told me to do. Have you tried doing star seven zero? I did. And it didn't shut it off? Nope. That's only for a call out. It works great for a call out, but that's the first thing I did tonight before anybody called in, and it didn't work. Okay, and then and then they always have to use three seven star three seven one to turn it back on again if you want it. It somehow just was on anyway after it hit star huh. seven zero. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you can get the problem resolved. Well, we'll be the most noisiest Saturday night show in history. Uh, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. I, didn't, I didn't hear it much last night. When you were when you were on? No, but I knew I knew when we had it when Dan called me off air and I heard a beep beep beep. Yep. So I knew. So I got on the phone this morning and said, "Oh, we can't do anything about it." Yeah. What? You did in the past. So. Well, yeah. a couple of things. Excuse me, I don't. And I admit, like Ron, it's been a long time since I've heard that show. But when I heard it at the time, my thought was, this was suspense. And the ending was just so indecisive. To, and I heard it again last night when you played it. The ending was just indecisive. I mean, the ending just left you. Well, what happened? You know, I, I wasn't that's great. Sure. I sat up and I said, "That's it." Um, it. It just dropped us in the middle of nowhere. She was. She was. No, as I remember, she found the kid, and mm -hmm. they, and. Uh, now what was the thing? What, what did how did how did it end with how did it end with did it end with her just it, was she with the kid? At, I'm trying to remember now. Was she with she the was, kid at the? She was with the child. The man admitted 
that the child was hers and that it was a problem with his wife. She had had some kind of, I guess, a mental breakdown when they either didn't have their own child or she lost her child. The woman's boyfriend showed up, and the guy said, gee, it's good he's, essentially, gee, it's good he's here because we could have used the dungeon for you. The end. Excuse me? <laughs> I mean, where was the suspense, and where is the end of this? Somebody didn't... Most suspense afraid. did have a, 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 I don't want to say a whistler ending, because, you know, that, that was, that, there were a lot of cliches were used on the whistler, I thought, but suspense always had a dramatic ending or there'll be something that would make it dramatic uh i thought the last suspense and ron agrees with me devil stone was kind of a weak story but by then you know they they didn't they didn't, they didn't even announce at the end of that episode that the show was being canceled they just did the cast credits and good night well you know maybe maybe they had a good ending but they never could get do it so they had to write a new one because the script was too long yeah who knows you know who know i mean uh it, and, you know, even the last Johnny Dollar, he doesn't say, there's no announcement that this is the last show of the series. They just, they just did the cast credits and uh, closed it down. The previous he, week, Mandel Kramer said, I hope you'll listen to next week's show. You may be very sorry if you miss it. And he just left it at that. And, and hindsight gives you an idea that that's what he was talking about. But listeners wouldn't have known that at the time. They just didn't even announce the uh, closing. Did Johnny Dollar get caught in the We're Shutting Down radio? They were the last two shows. Johnny Dollar and Suspense were the last two shows on September 30th of 62. That's considered officially by John Dunning and others the end of the golden age of radio. The the end of the golden age. So he had the plug pulled on the last day of radio, essentially, as we know old-time radio okay and what happened what was interesting about <laughs> the recordings and a, 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 another one's turned up recently but for years Johnny Dollar and suspense the only two copies available that collectors had an engineer at a CBS affiliate in Little Rock Arkansas taped them off the network line uh, George Fowler told me this who used to be one of the dealers that, that gave radio sold radio shows and uh, September 30th of 62 was the same day that James Meredith was trying to get into the University of Mississippi to integrate that university, and there were all kinds of troubles on the campus at Oxford, and uh, President Kennedy was meeting with his advisors on what to do about the situation. He was supposed to address the nation at some point that evening. Well, in the Midwest and South, uh Johnny Dollar and Suspense were interrupted by bulletins and updates on the la- on the Meredith case. But fortunately, CBS refed the program to, to the West Coast stations in the Pacific time zone, so the engineer in Little Rock was able to tape those last two shows from the West Coast feed without them being interrupted. And I was thinking when I learned that, Many people in the Midwest didn't even get to hear those last two episodes because of the bulletins. Wow. And I, I know that was important news, but it just the timing to be on the last day of the Golden Age. Uh, but, you know, didn't Walden got a call? Who was the man, Walden, that called you? I guess he's the one that worked at Armed Forces. He worked at the CBS affiliate in Chattanooga. Um... The 
one, the one I gave you the JFK stuff. Yeah, known Kenner. Yeah. He, he said to you, I remember at one point, I think he said to you, that the next week, when they were just playing music and doing local programming, right. only one person called and asked about Johnny Dollar. Correct. Yeah, no one mentioned that. Um, they died unceremoniously, and, and they weren't, there wasn't even notice in the newspapers about them leaving. I'm trying to remember if I've, I've just heard recently the last suspense within the last two years. I'm trying to remember if I ever have heard the last Johnny Dollar. It's called the tip-off matter. Matt Kramer plays. That's the one with the... Uh, is that the one with the explosion or whatever? Yeah, the nitroglycerin, yeah. 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 And um, that's the one at the beginning. Jackson Beck is on the phone with him as the insurance agent. Right. And I'm just glad that the engineer in Little Rock was able to get those shows recorded. Well, did they announce it was the last show for Gunsmoke? Yes. And Have Gone. I have gun, I know. I don't think I've ever heard a last episode of Gunsmoke. And what was interesting about Have Gun is they wrote a script, especially for the radio version where Paladin goes to Boston to get right. that inheritance. Right. Which TV didn't do at all. Uh, and now, Patricia, let's talk about... Uh, I didn't get a chance to hear too much of your discussion last week about... Jokes on Us and Strange Vendetta. So let's start with Jokes on Us. You will work. Daner gave a vivid performance, of course. Yes. However, I, I didn't think it deserved a rank as an awful show. I thought it was one of the weaker ones um, that have, uh, that um, Gunsmoke did with the woman whose husband was hanged for horse theft for anyone who didn't hear the show uh, outside of um, outside of my Friday night show. Uh, a, a woman's husband was hanged for horse stealing, and they hanged him just minutes before they had information that said the man was innocent. And I'm not going to give you the end, but it was one of the slowest moving scripts. The story was good, and the acting was okay. And it Helen Steve, as, as the as the murdered woman man's widow, who took vengeance out on the on the killers. Yes. And her yes, line at the end, I don't mind at all. You know, like she didn't even care that she was so embittered, which is understandable. You know, mm -hmm. maybe I mm -hmm. broke the law, but I did something about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the only problem I had with that, it it wasn't the the most exciting script that. Gunsmoke ever had, but it took forever to get through that show because it moved so slowly. Now, what about Ron's? What about Strange Vendetta, the first half gone? Strange Vendetta. I listened to Strange Vendetta. The only one that I can find is with John Daner. It was his first right. show. Well, there was another script that was used for the auditions at Ben Wright. Yes, and there were three auditions. There's a recording of three auditions. There That's was John Daner and Ben Wright and uh, Harry Bartell. And they're only pieces. So the entire the entire uh, recording is only about 15 minutes, if it's even that. Right. And it's got the three voices. And that it's was just... three bells at Perdido. That was like the A for, well, I forget, let's see, one, two, three, just a minute, four... 
five six about the uh, seven for eight script in the radio series. Three that would sound. For, I, it it sounded familiar to me, so I know I've heard the show. But in the beginning, the only Ben Wright recording that I could find is the voice audition that he and the two others did at right. the same time. But as far as the story, Strange Vendetta itself. It was weird. It, it was very strange. Walden, are you familiar with the story? I, I've only heard the audition. I, don't, I haven't heard the full 30-minute show. Once when you, on John Daner's birthday one year, you played it. Okay. Yeah, that was the one Vendetta. where Paladin is asked, they go to the opera with this, this man and his wife. Yes. Or in San Francisco. I remember that. The opera. And he, he is he is shot. Yes. And he, Paladin, the, his widow asks him, or he asks yes. Paladin to escort his body back to Mexico. I remember that. He yes. dies so it won't be desecrated. I didn't think it was that bad of a show. It was, it was kind of odd. Um, he was supposed to accompany the man's body back to Mexico, which was his home area. He right. lived in Mexico or came from Mexico. And Daner said, yes, he would do it because there were people who had been gunning for this man. And as a vendetta, they might have desecrated his body right. before it got to Mexico. Right. And John Daner figured out that there might be something a little bit loopy here. And, of course, the coffin was empty and it was loaded with money that was being stolen and shipped to Mexico. And the dead man was... There had been a bank robbery. The, 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 the dead man was the one who held up the stage, the stage mm -hmm. supposedly bringing his body back and right. killed killed Paladin's assistant, or, or his driver. He, he killed Paladin's, the, the man who was driving with Paladin. Driving. Uh, I, I thought it was a bank robbery, but in any event, it was stolen money. And that's what was in the coffin. The man recovered from his wound. It was not a serious wound, but it was all play acting that this was the body and it was going back to Mexico and they were actually trying to bring money across the border but Paladin figured it out and it was just it didn't it didn't seem consistent with the rest of the series but it was okay I mean it was a, it was a good script if you're into that kind of stuff and it was well acted so I didn't think it deserved to be in the awful show pile well, the one thing I have to disagree with you on, and it, 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 it's just, an opinion, it is just a difference of opinion, that's all. It's not World War III. <laughs> um, Gosh, no. <laughs> it's Mr. President. There was a, there was a, I think the reason they wanted to keep the name was to keep people interested, where they would um, try to guess and uh, they may, maybe make them think a little bit if they thought about the presidency at all. You know, mm -hmm. you know that there weren't that many. Well, the, I guess the most successful history show was Cavalcade of America. And yeah. I, I wonder, factor two. I wonder. We listened today. There's always been a lot more presidents that gone by the board. So our catalog of presidents are bigger than compared back then. Mm -hmm. You you know, the, so I, there might be a chance more people are more familiar. For some of those stories yeah. compared, not maybe, probably not. You know, yeah. I, I, and then that was just my personal preference, Jim. I get frustrated when somebody says, "Guess who? Guess who?" It's 
it's a frustration for me. It was a, an excellent program. It was very well done. And for someone like you and Walden, you'd be able to pick up on the cues before you got four or five minutes into the show. You were right on top of it. I can't do that. I'm not up on my presidents. And it really was a guess who until the end. And then I couldn't appreciate what this president had done. Well, would I you, have if, to work if, backwards if, in my brain. If they had done, if they had done it where tonight... That they had said, the announcer had said, tonight we present James Garfield. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think the show would have been as successful? I, I don't wonder if it would have been. I don't know if it would have been. I would have been a more willing listener if that's the way they had done it. But I think, as I said before, I listen differently. My brain is kind of hardwired a little bit differently than the average bear's. So... For me, it's not a good show to listen to, but it's an excellent show. Well, the thing is, too, is, you know, I think a lot of the president, and they profile presidents, they tried to, I think they did every, they probably did at least one on every president with the exception of Hoover and FDR and Truman, because they were so recent. Mm -hmm. Did they do Coolidge, Walden? Would you know if they did do Coolidge? I know they did Harding. I don't think they did Coolidge. Okay, well, they did Harding. Well, considering Coolidge didn't really say much, or what, what, that, that might have been a... Pa- much to write about. Yeah, it have been, been a pantomime. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, but certainly they went up through Harding. I mean, at least you know... one on every n- press. Now, you know, wh- you know why Patricia loved Ca- Calvin Coolidge so much? Because <laughs> he didn't say anything. <laughs> well, poor Calvin. Yeah. Calvin Cal- you know what? what? Pa- Patricia and Why Calvin... Why do I love him so much? Patricia and Calvin share something very, very much in common. Really? We're private uh-huh. people. They're and we like quiet time. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, but... Yeah, so- but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what? You do, you, what do you do when you get into the apartment? I lock the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, I get a cup of coffee and I probably read. Well, something else like you do. Read. Something mm-hmm. else you do. The Calvin something, Coolidge shoes. Oh, oh, I take yeah. off my shoes. Yes. That's right. You, you never wore shoes. You, you and Calvin. Yeah, table. Calvin took it. Calvin didn't wear shoes in the White House. He liked, oh, go, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, he liked being I, barefoot. I forgot about that. Yeah, so Patricia and Calvin are really... The, the thing is, that's right. The first President. thing I do, you're right, is take off my shoes. <laughs> the thing is, though, on Mr. President, yeah. I think one thing is they profile presidents that you might not normally even think about reading. I mean, right. You know, most people probably never heard of a story. I mean, they know who he was, but most people probably never read a biography of Benjamin Harrison or Millard Fillmore. Or mm-hmm. Millard Fillmore is one president today who, when you mention his name, people laugh. I know, and it's you know he can't help his name and and what it was it was it his performance as president they laugh at or his name I mean he well, he, he, well, he pulled he, a vacant he yeah no president do died remarkable. he so. he he's 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 a no people just don't know anything really about him definitely he was a good he was a personal good friend with Nathaniel Hawthorne yeah that's the only that's really the only thing people know about him. Well, you know, and, and of course you could, you know, all those presidents from about 18, well, the whole group of presidents from 1840 up to Lincoln, and then you could say the same thing about the presidents from, from uh, Andrew Johnson up to Teddy Roosevelt, uh-huh. were, were, some of them were reelected and all, and all, but they were, you know, they, most of them aren't that well remembered. I mean, most people don't think about Chester Arthur or Benjamin Harrison that much. No. 
No, you're you're absolutely right. And there are not people who are typically in your face when you say, okay, tell me how many presidents you remember. First one, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Well, you know, and among historians, a recent poll of historians, the three that get the highest marks on, on, on they use about five criteria, thing, actions taken, abilities, uh, decisions made. The three top-rated ones are Lincoln, Washington, and FDR right. are generally the three that get the highest highest ratings. Right. Um, and then uh, the, 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 there are others that are rated for other things. And then, of course, they, they also do character and all of that. Um, but it's interesting about now. There was also was I saw in the Svirdvac catalog, Walden. There was another. Wasn't there a show in the Svirdvac catalog called Know Your President? Yes, it was like a it was a quiz show for high school students. Have you played any of those ever? No, I I I don't have anything now. I I remember borrowing it and listening to it. And what, make, what's the name of it? Know your Know your president. Know your president. No, I do not have and, that. And it was a quiz show. For high school students to figure out who who presidents were. Mm. What did you think? Those you heard. A what quiz you... show for college kids. It was fun. Um, did you know the answers to most of the questions? I don't remember if I did or not. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like I was just thinking flashbacks in the early eighties. I remember the co- the, the the college ball. The yeah, radio, when it was on radio. When it was on radio. That's the one I have. What's that? Patrick that's the one I have. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I said I have a quiz show with college. Yeah. And the that's college the one bowl. That... It later became the, on TV the GE College Bowl. Alan Ladin hosted it, at least on radio, in the 50s. That's right. Art Fleming did it in the 80s. But um, but it was an interesting it was an interesting uh, idea for uh, a, a radio show, Know Your Presidents. And Arnold became so involved as Mr. President that Harry Truman actually called him Mr. President. Yeah. Truman was a fan of the show. Hmm. Um, I think he entertained him at the White House. Or he had a distracting voice also. Very unusual radio voice. Who? Edward Edward Otto? Yes. You know, and also another one, I don't think he would like his laugh, remember? Whose laugh? Edward Otto. I didn't like his voice. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> his, voice his, la- his laugh was sort of like the, when, you know, uh, your your Hopalong Cassidy laugh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so you didn't you yes, didn't was, like uh, you didn't like Ford Arnold's voice? No. No, I, it's um, it's a distinctive voice, and it is distracting for me because it is so distinct. And that's interesting because John Daner, no matter where he is, I like hearing him. Hmm. Huh. I have to think about that. It's an, I don't you know, I will say that you have added a such a unique perspective <laughs> old time radio. Yeah. None of us have ever even who have been collecting for years have never even thought about. Patricia Blaze to trails. Yeah, you're, oh, you are trailblazer a new generation of old time radio. I mean you look at it in such a different an original, and I mean this complimentary, an original way that is so unique compared to what most of us have have, have done on, on this. You know, if Patricia were written, tuning yesterday on the air, it would have a totally different slant than John Dunning. What do you I think? I think it would. <laughs> I think it would. 
It would be very fascinating to have you write the book, Patricia, wouldn't it? Yeah, if you reviewed radio shows, you would put a totally I think we lost, I think, hold on, it's, it's Skype time, so you stay there, Jim, we're going to put the family back together. Yeah, hang on. You hang on. Let's see, what do we want to play tonight? Oh, I think we want to play this one. We're going to go track three. Here we go. Things in Glockamora There's that little brook still leaping there Jaws for Windows is ready Skype trademark update Upgrade Skype status online Selected Skype trademark All content and red messages Barbara Hart Selected Bill Bragg Bill.Bragg3 Bill Bragg and all buttons Skype trademark eight. Bruce Cole, Carol with red messages. Don Richards, Steve, Donny Pitt, Donny Pitt, Echo Slap, Edgar F. Redburn, Gonzalo, Jason, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Will, red messages. Jimmy Wilson, Joe Drop, George, Candace, Larry, Larry, Sleepy, red messages. Lori, Mark Abe, Marvin, Bolin, red messages. Otis Roberts, Stephanie Grape, Taylor Jet, plus one five, plus one. Barbara Harp, Barbara, Bill Cry, Carol Pike, Claire Jules, Cynthia, Dennis Harp, Don King, Frank Chris, Harwood, Jack Friend, Jan Sell, Jeff Dale, Jeff Silver, Jim Taylor, June Bratton, KAC Cure, Carolyn Grime, Carolyn Grime, Can't Go Phone Number, Martin Gardner Phone Number, Mary Jo Grope, Patrick Application, Send us Invite Approve, Enter, Leaving Menus, Contacts, Mary Unloading, Talk, Cancel, OK, Enter. I wasn't paying attention. I know that. Let's go ahead and do a little more of this. I'm so sorry. I, I kept looking at the time, and then we got to talking with Jim. I want to hear a little more of this song. Hold on. Does it still run down to Donnie Cole through Killy Bays, Kill Carrie and things in There's that willow tree still weeping there. Does that lassie with a twinkling eye come smiling by? And does she walk away sad and dreamy there? No. To see me there. So I ask each weeping willow and each brook along the way and each lass that comes a sighing to relay. Things in Glockamora. 
This is Irish Night, you know, and it's dedicated to the this Waxy. This is Irish Night, that's great. Yeah. I love that song. Oh, I agree. We dedicate that to the Lassie of our little family here. Right, Jim? What's that? We dedicate that, that Irish song to the Lassie of Yesterday USA, right? Oh, yes. That's right. Yes. Oh, the Lassie. The Lassie. By the way. I mean, we all been through that. We know that. Having experienced it, having experienced it with my mom, it you know it was about 12 years, 11, well, 2001, yeah. her illness through 2003. It's you know it it it, it, it impacts you. Yeah. So, someone you've been with all your life and you've known, well, say it from day one. Uh, but my thoughts are with her. We were talking, Patricia Walden, before you faded out. Walden and I were talking about if you had written. Tune in yesterday or on the air instead of John Dunning, how you would have put a, probably a totally different approach on the book. Mm, I'm sure I would have. Uh, tune in yesterday is one, now Walden, you said, and I think Jim, you might have said, that that's one that was fun and easy for you to read. Uh huh, yeah. I yeah. like the other one better. I like the Encyclopedia of Old Time Radio. I mean, it's got everything up front, bam, 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 bam. And but then, in the style of writing, I mean, when you when you look at a show and tune in yesterday, and you look in a show and on the air, mm-hmm. did 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 what? Uh, he said different. Sometimes he would say different things in one book than in the other book. It's almost yes, like two. I have found that it's almost like two separate books in a way. Oh, oh, it is. It is indeed. Yeah. Um, they're they're, they're both helpful to you, right? And like when you when you uh, writing style in tune in yesterday, that is I I don't want to say it's missing, but it's tempered. In his other book, it's not as conversational. It's, right. it's very informational. Well, tune in. Yes, if if you if someone had never heard any old time radio before, and you were introducing them to this subject, I would my tendency would be to go towards tune in yesterday. I would agree with you on that. If it were a brand new person, mm-hmm. um, I would actually give them both books. If you want to know about this show go to the encyclopedia first and then you can read a more conversational style or but, an, uh, but family if, if you can ever get it occasionally Oxford Press in the fall the time of year will put on the year for sale like for $19 or so oh like Oxford is and they're still in print with Oxford right well, last I knew they were yeah and it's amazing how they would have, the site. They have not, specials you know yeah I'll, I'll check out the site and see if they've got a special uh, it's usually $25 plus shipping for the on-the-air, I'm sorry, the Encyclopedia yep. of Old Time Radio and by John Dunning. And it's usually, what, $75? Yeah, and I felt it was well worth it when I paid the 75 bucks for it, you know. Yeah. I don't even, I don't think, can you get TuneIn yesterday anywhere anymore? It's out of print now. It's out of print. It's, it's out of print, but places like Amazon have uh, second-hand sellers. Mm-hmm. And there are secondhand places all over the place, and that's where I got mine. I can't remember which place I got it, but it's in great shape. Right. So you can still get it, and you know, it was for, reasonable. You know, for a while, that that was on the mo- before Dining Second Book came out. That was tr- uh, trading on the uh, market for $200 or so. It amazed, he mentioned that in the market. forward of On the Air, and he was amazed that the old book had such value. It surprised him as a writer that it would have been worth yeah. that much. 
Yeah, I think that was a brand new version. And the secondhand books are really quite reasonable. If, it were, if this were not reasonable, I wouldn't have bought it. No. Um, I'm cautious with dollars. Um, but Do you um, now have you have you read a lot of have you read any of the other books about old time radio? Like, have you did you read? Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the others that have come out. There was one by a guy named uh, oh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Leonard Maltin did one called The Great American Broadcast. No, but I have I have Harmons, and that one's not too hot. Um, forgive me. <laughs> I have to remember we're talking, not conversation. Well, no, I think a lot of people would agree with you on that one. What, Jim Harmons? Uh-huh. It was one of the first to explore the subject. Right. Well, I also a couple of others, and uh, Lynn Noyes in Arizona cleaned out some of his bookshelves and he sent me two big boxes of books and I haven't lugged them upstairs yet but they're all old time radio books so I'll have more to talk about or at least refer to Patricia um, in a book review segment <laughs> that's right never mind the show oh, well review. another one that came out a few years ago was Gerald Nachman's Raised on Radio right and I don't and know that one and, of course, there was J. Fred McDonald's Don't Touch That Dial, which I like very much. And uh, I've read one of Jim Cox's books, Say Goodnight, Gracie, about the end of network radio. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I hope to read some of Jim Cox's others at some point. Um uh, he did one called Radio Crime Fighters. He did one on Sold on Radio about advertisers on radio. He did one on music on radio and one on newscasters, I think, and soap operas and so so many. Uh, and I, and I've, I've, read, I've read the Martin Graham suspense book. I haven't read any of the others yet. I hope to someday. I just typed in John Dunning's Tune In Yesterday. Uh-huh. They are priced in Amazon because they've got secondhand sellers on Amazon, and they begin at two dollars and twenty-six cents plus shipping. Wow! So it really is a good deal. Um, the the one that's listed for two twenty-six is listed as in good condition, uh-huh. and then there's the whole bunch of acceptable condition, and I'm still not out of the two dollars yet. Good condition, six ninety-three. Um, so, and there, there are pages of this, so you've got a whole lot to choose from up there, and you can get some really good stuff. And then on on the air, I guess you guys will check and see if Oxford is offering it at a special. Let me see. Well, probably by now, there's probably the second-hand market for it, too. For on the air? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, on the air. Um. It is the Kindle edition. We don't need that. Let me see what we've got out there. Oh, I'm doing so much homework, but it's good stuff. Yeah. Let's see. On the air, Amazon, Amazon, Old Algonquin, on the air, books, Google, Wikipedia, uh, Barnes and Noble. Let's see if we've got Barnes and Noble used. Well, we've got 
a Barnes and Noble for twenty eight dollars and forty nine cents, which is still a bargain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh gosh, they got it on on the Nook. <laughs> hooray! Hooray! Let's see what Amazon has up here. Mm, $60. We don't want that. Oh, used. Wait a minute. Look at that. $19.99 used in good condition on Amazon. Yeah. $20, $27, $23. So they're still available at least, yeah. It is available, and they're listed as in good condition. Now, when you order through the um, Oxford University Press and they have a sale. It's a new book that you're getting. Uh-huh. And it has been running for $25. But if you can't get it through here or th- or through Oxford for some reason, Amazon does have used books, uh-huh. which I always t- – I mean, you can't wear out a book by reading it, you know? <clears throat> so I, I, was talk, I was talking to John and Larry and Walden last night about I'm probably one of the few Americans in the country, and one caller called Walden a few years ago when he had John Dunning on his show and admitted this, that it read on the air from cover to cover. And I read it on tape, every line of the book, not except for the index, I read the all the A to Z listings, every, every show. I did and too. I know Walden did too. I did too. I've read I've read his first book twice all the way through. Yeah. You're a good person, Walden. Well, but, but you know it helps. I love I, I maybe because it comments my history and I love Dunning style. You know. Yeah. Oh, Dunning. I, I really and I love the information. Yeah. I go from show to show. If I want information about a show, I'll read the whole the whole listing. Mm-hmm. Well, you what you what, you know, and and of course he has his opinions. You might not always agree with all of his. Ninety nine percent of his opinions I tend to agree with. Uh, with mm-hmm. John Dunning. There's there's only one show where I really disagreed with John Dunning, and that was in the first book, not the second book. He did not give Theater Five very high marks. ABC's attempt to revive drama in the '60s. And I've always liked Theater 5. I guess that the reason was in 64 and 65, when I heard it and Ron heard it, we were so happy just to have any drama on the radio at all. Yeah. And CBS had canceled, you know, Dollar and those things. And we were just happy to have a story on the radio. We Maybe we didn't care if it was a good story, if that particular episode was a good episode or not. We just, we were just glad that a network was trying to revive radio. Yeah. And John Dunning said that ABC didn't really put much effort into the show, and it's too bad. He said they deserved A for effort, but the effort could have been stronger. Or, and uh, but yet, you know, that but that was just my opinion. You know, I liked the show. Not every yeah. script was a winner, but just the idea that a network tried. I wish they would try today. I mean, I, I True. get tired of just hearing traffic reports all the time. <laughs> And loudmouth. And loudmouth talk show host. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, dear. The people who have killed talk radio. Do you think in 30 years, 40 years, people will be collecting recordings of today's talk shows and playing them and talk about them on old-time radio sites? I don't. I hope not. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> hope not. I mean, this this represents our generation out there. I don't want people to say... This is what my mom listened to. <laughs> it's, oh dear! Oh dear! In, 
I mean, I know these reports are necessary, these traffic reports, but how do you get excited when you turn on the radio knowing you're going to hear a traffic report in 10 minutes? Uh -huh. It yeah. doesn't motivate you to listen to the radio. Not not very much, no, um, especially if you're not driving. Uh, okay, I mean, and, and, you I, know, my, my parents drove a lot, and they never heard a, traf a traffic report, never helped them in their lives. Mm -hmm. to them. They never even listened to them. Um, what's fun when you listen to the whole, have you heard the whole day of radio from 39 yet, WJSV? I think I heard about half of it. I know I heard at least half of it, let me put it that way. What was your impression of the way a station sounded in those days, hearing, I mean, the, the programming and uh, the Roosevelt speech, of course, was the main reason the day was recorded, but yeah. hearing the soaps and Arthur Godfrey as a morning jock and some of the... I enjoyed the variety, and it was all quality stuff. It was nothing that you wanted to... That, that It's nothing that you would be embarrassed to refer people to. Right. And I think, I think we've got an awful lot of shows... You know, I, you know, it was uh, it was fun to hear uh, hear the Mary Lee Taylor cooking show about the recipe for oh, uh, vanilla yes, wafer. Yes, yes. With the coconut and the marshmallows. And, uh huh. And I uh, do have some Mary Lee Taylor shows. And the soaps were interesting. It was interesting to hear Arthur Godfrey as a local jock. Uh huh. Uh, it's interesting to hear uh, the Roosevelt speech. And one thing you notice on the Roosevelt speech, and I think I know Walden would agree with me. The senators, both Democrat and, re and House members, both Democrat and Republican, were so civil to each other, yeah. and they spoke very calmly. No one questioned the motivations of the other other side. They were they they were they didn't raise their voices. There was no screaming. No. I was very impressed by that. Where today, when any president gives a speech, there's all this screaming and bickering afterwards. It wasn't like that in 39, at least on that day. We have lost over time, and, and Walden and I have talked about this at different times. I think it started with Richard Nixon, the acrimony, and it has just permeated everything. It started, I think, with the press because they were so pressed for answers, and they learned to be aggressive and rude, and it just it, it has permeated the Senate. It's permeated... I think some of it began, too, after the Kennedy assassination, when Johnson uh, campaigned, uh, and I'm not taking sides, oh, campaigned the on the ground, yes. we won't be sending our aid, the Americans to fight for Asian mm -hmm. boys, and then it turned out yep. we got right in the midst of it. Yep. That made me cynical. And, and the advertising included the nuclear bomb going Goldwater, off. yeah. When, yeah, when, when uh, Goldwater ran. So and it was a sign. It was a sign a girl had, a poster she had, about 1966 or so, and, she, and it said, "People told me that if I voted for Barry Goldwater, we'd be at war within a year. I did, and we were." <laughs> right. But but wow. I mean, but it started there, and of course the Nixon thing, and Agnew, mm -hmm. and the acrimony, yeah. and none of the presidents since then, however good or bad they were have been able to really lead effectively because they're trapped right from the, I don't know why I don't know why anybody would even want to be president. I mean I don't either. I um, I I've well, thought about that so often Jim I, I, and I don't know I, either. I, we the have last not had a president who was respected in general. I think in the last thirty five years the, the 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 two guys that made it work 
with Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill. Even though they were on the other. along with each other. Yeah, they got along, they socialized. They got along with each other. And they, they were able to work things out. We haven't, since the Nixon time, that's about the only period of time when we really had two sides, two aisles. Because you think about during the Reagan, they, there was a major legislation they got through that needed support from both sides, especially the tax, you know, the, the tax breaks and everything else that Reagan wanted that tip made a deal to get it done for him. And we haven't seen that since then. It's been bitterness and it, 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 there's strife. Everyone questioned the other sides. No, on my day in radio in 39, no senator said, I question the president's patriotism. Correct. The president didn't mm-hmm. question the people who opposed him. Well, I'm just sitting here thinking about Truman. And the guys read that as a senator, uh, you know, I guess the senators they used to get get together once a week and have a little have a little libation together. Mm-hmm. And I think Truman would still do that as president. He would come down and have his 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 refreshment of choice with the boys. So I, I think I think there was a social congeniality yeah. thing about yeah. those it was times. A camaraderie. Yeah, I mean, there, there were odd situations. I mean, I mean, there was some strife. There was some strife. I mean, sure. Oh, sure. Certainly, Joe McCarthy did not make things nice. No, he did not. Oh dear. Yes. <laughs> you're, but, uh, you're right. But other than that, you know, I mean, Eisenhower got along with a Democratic Congress. Yeah. Uh, and got a lot of his legislation through. Kennedy and Dirksen were good friends. Uh, you listen to some of the assassination coverage, and you hear Everett Dirksen paying tribute to JFK. Even if they were on opposite sides of the aisle, they got along and accomplished mm-hmm. things. Hubert yeah. Humphrey as well. It's just it's so different today, and 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 I think and I I think that our media has contributed a lot to this strife. I mean, when you have these 24-hour news cycles. When they don't have any news to report, so they fill it up with speculation. Yeah. And then on and there, there, there has been recently, within, I would say, the last six months, there was something that happened about speculation, and I can't remember what the incident was, but you will notice that when people start talking and saying, gee, I guess this happened, this is speculation, everybody, this didn't happen, we're only speculating. Well, Do you well, remember the, what happened that that prompted this? I think it was the, the missing airline. Yeah. I think it's that uh, airline earlier this year when we did not know what happened to it. Right. They just sat there and just guess. Yeah, well, they did. But there was something before the airline that created this atmosphere of ultra-caution. When somebody comes up with a suggestion about what might have happened, they're they're emphatic, and it was on CNN. It was a story the that CNN did. Whenever they, they say breaking wrong. news now, they, wrong on they say breaking news. It generally might not be anything important at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this one really it, blew it, up. And, 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 and I, I think talk radio has contributed to a lot of the negativism. These hosts, most of them are not the rational host like Barry Gray or the people that you yeah. used to listen to, Patricia, or Michael Jackson, the talk show host, or yeah. some of these others. Yeah. They're angry. They don't want to talk. They want you to listen. And and, and, I, and I wonder how many of them really believe what they're saying or if they're doing it for ratings. I mean... You know, that's interesting. I've thought about that, and, and 
I agree with the question. I don't know if they honestly. You listen to some of these people, and you can say, "Are you serious? Can you really think that?" I don't know. Beats me. But it, but it, but it's cheap to produce, and when hundreds of states, the sad thing I think that's happened to it is many of these are many of these stations just take these syndicated programs. It used to be when a person wanted to get a job in radio, he or she could work their way up through local stations in different cities. Yes. And in all these cities now, they're carrying satellite programming, so advancing your way up isn't really what it was 30 years ago. No. no. You have to learn how to scream irrationally. Well, the one show, I know one thing you're sending me, we talked about shows to send, is uh, America's Town Meeting. Correct. And I, I think I requested, it's Higgins, sir. It might be on the other list, but I'll make sure it's here. And I well, do have The that. name just intrigued me. I know it was about a British butler in a house. Yes, yes. It's it's not the, the greatest show in the world. Um, have you heard any yet? Yes, I have. And I, I kind of like it. Well, I wouldn't put it in an awful, you wouldn't put it in your awful show category. No, I would not. Yeah. I would not. But, I really uh, enjoy, by the way, yeah. one thing you did send that I have enjoyed listening to some of them, I haven't had a chance to hear them all yet, is that one now about the Navy, now hear this. Oh, yeah. I forgot I sent that one to you. Maybe that is an interesting show. It was NBC in 1951. Maybe we have mm -hmm. a new series coming up. Patricia, this is not awful. You know, maybe that would be... That, <laughs> that, that would be the Saturday this night... bad, but not awful. Yeah, this would be the Saturday <laughs> night warm-up. This is not awful. Yeah, you know, yeah, but you, you put an effort into these, into fi finding these things. Holy cat, does she have me. Just how many awful shows there actually were. It's still. I know, I know. Takes and an you awful could let, lot of I bet this thing could run the way the way the internet has made these things possible. You could probably run this show another ten or twelve years. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, well, I want to thank you much. Oh. Well, thank you. We always have a good conversation. Oh, the cookies, I forgot you. to tell you. Yes. I liked, I always liked ginger snaps. Oh, oh I love ginger snaps. And. Now, that's the cookies that dunk, by the way. I never dunk. Oh, yeah. oh I those are dunk. Yeah. You can't chew them without dunking. Yeah, that's a dunk. And, and I liked, um, uh, there was a chocolate cookie you used to get in the South. I don't know if you could get them in the Midwest or the South. I think they were called. Old Moon Pies, or they were like a, they were like a uh, marshmallow and chocolate. They weren't gra chocolate covered grams. You know what I'm talking about? They were like marshmallow. Uh, uh, and there was also those coconut. Those those carry those. Uh, they were shaped like a cracker kind of, but they had like chocolate and coconut in them. You know what I'm talking about? I don't recall ever tasting one. Mm-hmm. Uh. But um, but you like but you like and by the way, fig newtons are were considered cookies. The reason I know this is because when Sky King used to be on television, it said, "Brought to you by Nabisco, makers of Oreos, fig newtons, and all your other favorite cookies, crack cereals." Ah, how about that? When I looked at the fig website Newton before, it's defined as soft cookie with a filling. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of cake. It's more cakey than cookies. No, there is a good brand of chocolate chip cookie that's out here that a lot of people get. They're called Otis Spunkmeyer. Oh, never heard of it. I'm not sure of the spelling, but... 
Anyway, you all have a nice evening. You too, Jim. Well, thank, thank you, Patricia. Jim. Thank you, Walden. Oh, you my. have a safe week. We'll talk to you next week, maybe. Okay. All right, Jim. Thank, thank you. Much, and good luck on your car waiting, Walden. Yep. <laughs> we're going to battle. You know, if you don't have good luck, maybe we'll get to talk to these people I next think week. We'll, uh, we'll, invite the, we'll invite corporate to be on with us. To, they can I talk agree. to it. I agree. Okay. Are we down to your questions? Sure. You want to take any more calls or you want me to shut it down? No, we can take for a little bit. Okay. Well, wherever we, this is, this is your time. Oh, you're so good. You know, I mean, sometimes I'm really wiped out by. I know. By three o'clock, but we're okay. It's three o'clock. Well, I'm, you know, you're the only Patricia in my life. Aww. And I have to take, take I, I have to take care of her at all costs. I mean, you know, I'll never forget Patricia after we had, after you had your heart surgery. How many callers lecture me to take? Now you don't let her stay on too long. You can make, like I was, I was totally responsible for your well-being on the show. You well, look at you. Did a you, great job. Well, well, but you it, still it, do a good job. The callers wanted me to make sure we didn't overtax you for that period of time. Oh, that was so nice. You were a trooper, though. You get coming back on the show right away like that, you know. Yeah. We even did it from your hospital bed. I did? Oh, that was my... Oh, yeah, we yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah, we well, got a little bit there, it. Ian. They deserved it. That was okay. That was good. It I was just couldn't good. do a whole lot. Okay, we've got your questions. Yep. Tell me what you would like first. We have, just in case somebody has missed this portion of our show... We have a Stump Walden question where I give him an old-time radio question and try to catch him, and it's pretty hard to do. We have your brain teaser. I'm catchable. You're you're special. Yes, you are. I'm catchable. You can catch me. Oh, I thought you said I'm special, and I said, yes, you are. You're special. Not as special as you are. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're more special than I am. Oh, funny. Okay, we've got a presidential question. Uh He's hot on presidents. And a presidential quote, he has to decide which president said this wonderful thing. Who said what, yeah. And a first lady quote. Yeah. And a baseball question. Yeah, when we grow grow old together. Yes. And I can't go out and do homework anymore. (laughs) Yes, but my, we are my, growing old together. When what? we grow old, my list of questions will be different categories eventually. I just noticed. Okay. Now, I haven't added anything to your categories in a long time. I know, but I, I can see it, a few more popping up once in a while. You think? Yeah. Well, you're right. They were accidental additions. Yeah. Because I came across something really fun, yeah, and I stuck it on there, and it just never went away. Yeah, like the first lady quote. I know. So I can see it happening. Yeah. All right. Okay. But well, the only the only way we're going to stop you if you just run yeah. out you just run out of time to do research. That's all. That's the only that's the only thing holding it back. Um, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't I haven't run out of time. I know. 
Okay. Oh, wait. Like We're going to start off with the brain teaser. Your brain teaser. Mm-hmm. The more of them you take, the more you leave behind. What are they? Water. What? Oh, dear. I'm not sure I should ask this. How do you figure that one? <laughs> well, well, for a question. <laughs> the, more you, the more you drink, the more There's more than one way to, to think that one out, my dear. You know that. but uh, Well, I just realized that. I mean, you know, we, we, had, we did have the uh, Gary's version of the cookie tonight, which I think is a this pretty... This is true. Yeah. Um, but drinking and fiddling is not the answer. Well, okay. I, I was thinking the other, the clean version of that would be... <laughs> <laughs> it'd yeah? It would be a cup of water. You take it, went to the drinking fountain, you get a cup of water, and you still have a lot of it left over from the from the sink, you know, you know, from the faucet. That's what I was thinking. You just got rescued. I know. Somebody probably has a better answer. Hello there, you're on the air. I'm back. Hey, Ralph. Hi, Ralph. You couldn't sleep. Huh? You could not you sleep. You could not sleep. Yeah, I was I lay down and I rolled around for a while and decided, well, I'll get up and I'm up here play. I was playing checkers and listening to you guys. Who was winning the check? <laughs> who was winning the checker tournament? Uh, I play on the internet. And? Do you, do you ever win? Yeah, I, I'm not real good, but I'm fairly good. If you can win on an internet game, you're good. Yeah, it's not a computer, you know. You actually play against other players. Right. I know. And if you can beat another player on the internet, you're good. Well, mm-hmm. did you get do you get to choose what color? One guy in particular, uh-huh. I, of course I don't know who he is, but he just beats my socks. <laughs> I guess yeah. Okay, so what color do you like, the red or the black? Well, I, you don't get to choose. You don't? No, it comes up the way, the way it is. I've been getting white all the time. Okay. And uh, that's okay. Which one moves first? Uh, red. Hmm. And then white moves second. Is is the having the first move a significant advantage? Uh, I don't. I don't really think so. It, it, it seems that I, I do better when I have white when I have the second move. You have a strategy normally, like when I play checkers. I like to attack. I like to play offense. Oh, for heaven's sake, no matter what you do, you like to attack. <laughs> Why would it be any different for checkers? That's true. I'm an offensive player. I don't, you know, some people like to put, go on defense and sit there on defense. You have a strategy, Ralph, or you just sort of see how it all plays out? Yeah, I, I do it play by play. I don't really have a, I don't really have a strategy uh-huh. that I follow. How about you, Patricia, when you play checkers? Well, then I haven't played checkers in so long. Okay, we'll, we'll work on that. 
We'll work on that, yeah. yes. Yeah, but if you did play checkers, even though men since yesterday, would you be an offensive player or a defensive player? I think offensive. Uh-huh. Hmm, I have to think about that. Well, yeah, I, I would think offensive because uh-huh. I, I would play the same way with chess. Yes, offensive. Not offensive, but offensive. I no wonder people have trouble with our language. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, that's sort, of, <laughs> that's sort of how I play chess. You know, my dad taught me the three che- the three moves to put somebody in checkmate, and I always show you, you know, I play sort of the offensive game, and I just sort mm-hmm. of do, do that. Yeah, way. yeah I, I used to play a little chess, and there wasn't a three-move strategy. Yeah. That, uh, if the other player knows what you're doing, it, it, it makes it pretty hard. That's yeah, true. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It yeah. stinks losing the queen, you know? But, you know, yeah. to, me, to me, it's just a, a way to pass time. I, uh-huh. I don't really get upset if I lose, you know. But, uh, it's a fun game. I really enjoy, I enjoy playing. You play any I other, play you, something you, called free cell. That's my oh, dad. I like free cell. My dad played that. I haven't played yeah. that in a couple of years. How's your percentage on free cell? Oh, I don't know. I I haven't played it for a couple of years, and I I don't recall keeping I seem track. I to be able to maintain seventy five percent. Who who gets seventy five percent? But I can't I can't get I can't seem to maintain anything higher than that. Wow! Whoa, seventy five percent. That's pretty hot. Well. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, I can win 10, 15 games in a row and not lose five in a row. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're good. Yeah, well, I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good person, and you're even a good nurse. Oh, yeah, I got good at that. Yeah. I, I lost my job. Oh, you're a keeper, you know? She, she oh. Well, she's had me for 58 years. She don't want to re- start training. <laughs> she's not going to throw you back. Well, but, uh, you've she, got, she's, I... uh, she's driving the car again. Wow. Does she have another doctor appointment in that couple of weeks, or are you pretty much? Uh, we had one last week, and he wanted to see her in a month. Okay, so. okay. About three weeks that's, out. That's not bad. That's pretty good. Oh, finally, she you know she's reached the threshold where she's just improving every day. Oh gosh, that's great. She really went through a hard time. Oh, seven. It's almost seven months. Wow. You know, she had the one thing and then the other thing and then the third yeah. thing. And, oh yeah. my God. I see the trooper. You know, she's tough, I'll say that for her, but you know, she, she, she never lost a sense of humor. She always did, she could always manage to smile, you know. Yeah. That's a lot to say. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd call you up and bother you because you weren't <laughs> talking to nobody. That's right. Now, Ralph, I think you should help me on this one question. 
Yes. Okay, Patricia, read it to us. Read it to Ralph. Maybe he got better answer oh, than I okay. do. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, this is Weldon's brain teaser. I have no clue, Ralph. So, help me. Help me. The more of these you take, the more you leave behind. What are they? <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies? Oh. No, that doesn't make sense. I know it's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Walden was already there. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> nah, it can't be that. <laughs> no, it can't be. If you're thinking it can't be, it isn't. Is it a, is it a um, is it a medicine? No. Right. <laughs> How about the news? No. How about the news? The more you take nope. it, the, um... the more of these you take, the more of them you leave behind. Uh, uh, Ra rabbits. They multiply. The more rabbits you take, the more rabbits you leave behind. Does that make any sense, Walden? Well, if they're multiplying quicker than you've taken them, yeah. No. Okay. Chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Not an animal or a bird or a moving creature. Is it a vegetable, is it animal, vegetable, or mineral, Patricia? No. Yeah, let's narrow it down. Yeah. The answer is no. No? No. No. It's not an animal vegetable mineral. Yeah. No. The more of these you take, the more of them you leave behind. Is it a thing? It's not a banana shake, is it? No. No. That's what it was last week. I know. That's what I ate for <laughs> That's what I had for dinner. This isn't a dinner. Uh, oh, I, I frankly don't know. I'm sure it's a play on words. Hey, you know the discouraging thing about this, Ralph? Our lady Patricia knows the answer. She figures it out before she gives them to me. You That's know, true. She, you know. So are you gonna tell us how yeah. long? How long did well, you? That's true. How long did you stare at the paper before you came up with the answer? Oh, not very long. If I have to think too much about them, I just move on to <laughs> Your brain is definitely wired differently than mine, isn't it? The more of these you take. Let's see. The more. more how about air, Patricia? Well then. Okay. <laughs> Um, let's see, carbon dioxide, um, letters, numbers? No, I don't know how you would figure that one in here. Numbers? The more of these you take, the more of them you leave behind. He needs help, Ralph. Oh. 
Well, you aren't giving any clues, huh? No. She, yeah, she's just really sportsy right now. She's being, she's being mean tonight. Yeah, you know, she's just... <gasps> Not true. I don't even know how I would give you a hint. I've said it's not animal, animal, mineral. Vegetable, vegetable. No, anim it's not animal, it's not vegetable, it's not mineral. Well, it's a pretty good quote. Is, I mean, it, uh, is, it, is it a thing? I'm not, well, no. Not a thing. Well, I don't know, it depends on your definition of a thing. Is it like a Phil Harris thing? Oh, I don't, we never did figure out what his thing was, either. That's what I mean. It's one of those kind of things that we really don't know. Yes, it, it's something you should know. Is it something that we see in our room? Is it something that we can feel? Is it something that we breathe? No. No. Is it something that we eat? No. Pictures? It's, it's okay to say I give up. Photographs? Photograph? No. No. That's interesting, though. That, that's a, that's that's a good, good answer. I like that. Well, that's a good one, Ralph. Yeah. It's not the right I'm one. I'm trying. <laughs> um, how about money, Patricia? The more of them you take, the more you leave behind. How, how about how about the more the more you take of their heart, the more you leave behind? No. The more of, the, the more you of yourself you leave behind. No. no. Uh, it's not a seat. It's not. What what was that? A seat. Seat. You know, you take a seat. You, take a seat. You, no. Uh, behind comes into it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you and Walter are a pair. No. You know, I'm really, I'm really stretching now. All right. Should we give up, Ralph? What do you think? Yeah, I, I think, uh, I think we should, we should give up. All right. And, uh, we're, we're giving up, Patricia. What's I'll email you during the week, and we'll come up with something that, that Patricia can't answer. <laughs> oh, oh, you're going to gang up on me. Yeah, how many was... chicken? How many eggs did the chicken lay this week, Patricia? You, that'd be a good one. At least you'll never have a quote. That's not all right. Ralph gave up. Did Did you give up? Yes. The answer is I, I quit. Footsteps. The more footsteps you take, the more you leave behind. What are you oh, leaving behind? Really? Who did that? That was your sour grapes. That wasn't me. I didn't think so. No, that was me. I I I I I I'm playing I'm playing sound much, much You were playing sound. Patricia. <laughs> I was copying Patricia, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. You were playing Patricia. <laughs> now that sounds reasonable. It's very good. You guys were all over the place. Well, we certainly tried. <laughs> <laughs> yes you did. Yes you did. You get uh, uh, you get a cookie. That was a good try. 
Was, was he was, was saying that Fig uh, uh, Newtons were or were not cookies? They are. They are cookies. They're listed as cookies. As you know, the um, the the Newton commercial mm-hmm. indicates that they're not cookies. I guess they don't know what they're talking about, do they? They don't want to... Don't have a cookie, have a Newton. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. Yeah, so they're not... Uh, you I, know, who calls them cookies? Yeah, that's false advertising, then. If the people that, that make them don't call them cookies. Yeah. And the Fig Newton people do. I never thought of them as cookies. I never did either. I always thought they were um, jam-filled cakes. Little bar or something they call it. Yeah, like a cake bar. Yeah. Did they, did they, did just, they make uh, read... Tootsie Roll Newtons? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, they make, Here we go. They make raspberry Newtons. That's true. Um, I used to get the old Fig Newtons. I know. Now, now they make apple and all sorts of different things. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. What is a Newton anyway? I guess that must be the bud, the, the pastry part around the, the fruit. Beats me. You know. Beats me. I do not know. I only read information. You are a fair sweeter. You should know everything. No. Well, we are. She said no. If, if you walk backwards, would you leave more in front? Well, sure. Yeah? The more, right. Yeah. You know, I, I would think so. Most people don't walk backwards, however. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what time are you guys going to go to bed? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> It's okay for you to go to bed now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I assume in the next few minutes or so will be my guess. It depends how much. Well, I'm, how I'm, much. I'm saying to Ralph, it's it's time for you to go to bed. I know. But he wants oh, to know yes. what time. Uh, what time? I did go to bed. Well, he's trying to figure out when we're going to bed. Uh, yeah, he did it once. It's our turn now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, do you go right like to sleep you... after the show, Patricia? You go out night clubbing or Yeah, what? she's a night clubber. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put I... shoes on to do that. I don't... And considering I... she's on, she gets off at 6, 7 in the morning, how many nightclubs are open at that time of the day anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not open. You're right. How do you know? No. Oh, you know yeah, what I did? I joined the, uh, joined the Moose Lodge. He did. Yeah, I, I I was a member for oh a long time, and they got a new manager over here, and I, I wasn't happy with him, so I dropped out. So I got reinstated now. So you're a new moose. So now you you were the the moose antlers, or what the what do a moose do? Well, yeah. uh, I mean, a lot I... of mooses uh, sit at the bar and drink themselves silly. <laughs> That part I knew. What does a what does a moose lodge do as part of its mission? 
Well, it, it's, it tries to promote community things, and uh, they have scholarships and uh, a retirement home and, you know, all sorts of different things. But, uh, you know, I, I belong to it because they put on a great Sunday morning breakfast, and uh, on Fridays they have a great hamburger night, so... We go there and uh, socialize and eat. <laughs> and they made pans of brownies with chocolate chips. Yeah. Except the chocolate chips were X Lax. Mm. That would do it. That would solve the problem. But the, the challenge is he would not know what did this to him. Mm -hmm. I don't think the seniors did either. They, especially they wondered after sitting in the restroom all day long. I know. I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, dear. I mean, it was not a kind thing, but they weren't doing kind things, too. Well, and I wasn't involved. I didn't do it. You just heard about it. I didn't do it. I know that they were doing it, but... I didn't do it. Cross my heart. And you didn't rat them out either, did you? I did not rat them out. Mm -hmm. They were responsible for their own actions and their own apologies if they were due. That would do it. I was such a goody two-shoes. Well, I know you were. Especially when you were telling, I don't know, you want to tell the story about the, your classmate decided to play hooky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good story. That's a great story. Yeah, I mean, there were three of us who, uh, one, two, three, four, four of us, uh -huh. held around together. We were high school buddies, mm -hmm. and we were on a bus. We went to school on a bus. I mean, it was a bus ride, and three of them made arrangements with the bus driver to get off the bus about a mile from the school. And he said, okay, now make sure that you're on the corner when we get back here, because if you're not there, I can't stop and wait for you. Mm -hmm. And they said, okay, we're, we're fine. We're going to have a good day, and we'll be on the corner waiting for you. Well, the bus driver got sick, and the owner of the company was driving the bus that afternoon and just drove right past them. And they are... They, they were beside themselves. I mean, we were miles and miles from home across a river, and they had to call their parents to come pick them up. And they asked me to do it with them, and I said no. <laughs> you know, because, um, you know, if my father ever found out about that, it would not be a fun deal. And so I said no. So the three of them, <laughs> three of them got off and had a wonderful day, but couldn't get back home. And I sat there, Miss Goody. <laughs> I was on the bus. I mean, I was cool. So that's did, my story. did they have anything to say the next day? No, they were pretty embarrassed. Uh -huh. they, you know, they kind of hung their heads. Uh -huh. and the rest of the kids on the bus, as we were in high school, this was not, you know, the, we knew how to take care of ourselves. I'm surprised the bus rider agreed to do the deal, aren't you? I know, I know. He was such a neat guy. Uh huh. But I, that was kind of risky. I, I don't know. Um, if I were responsible Boy. for kids on a bus, I don't think I would do that. Well, basically, I, it might be a sense that you could have gotten fired because you're getting contracted to deliver the kids to uh -huh. school. You know. you know. The thought never occurred to me that maybe that's why he wasn't there. 
because somebody said something. I, I don't know. You know, it never occurred to me. Yeah. Oh, well, that's why the that, the, that oh, reminds oh, me of my that. freshman year because I was taking a bus from Castor Valley to Hayward at the, the Moreau High School where I went. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Catholic high school. Well, I went there for my freshman year, and I remember um, taking off, cutting school before it was over, and climbing the very tallest cyclone fence I ever climbed in my life. It was Maybe it went up like it seemed like it would be like three stories. It was. It wasn't just like a double height of a normal one. It was at least four of those heights, and and probably more. Uh, it it went along Mission Boulevard and I have to climb up that and over. Um, I just remember that I did it. I don't really remember um, much about it. Why did you do it? Oh, to take off with friends or my brother to go do something else. So it was your escape route. Wild then. It was your escape route. Uh, yeah, that well, that sense was it was right next to a, a, a grass field, and out of out of the view, unless uh, somebody happened to be, you know, making a point to go over there and look. So. I, I, it was like, I like the prisoners I, in a penitentiary. You went over the wall. I know. That's what it reminds me of because I've been watching Prison Break. Um, I'm actually watching the very last episode. It's kind of addicting, even though it has a bunch of stupid things all throughout it, peppered with them like crazy. But um, We don't have very much to choose from on television anymore. When you're Except in jail. Sports. Oh, boy, do we have sports. I'm not following you. I said we don't have very much to choose from on television anymore. You know what? I haven't actually watched regular television for might even be a half a year or more because uh, I've just been watching Netflix. It's easier than surfing all through and trying to wait for the commercials to see what it is or mm-hmm. things like that. So, so I've just been been watching Netflix myself. Yeah. Well, i got your trivia question ready for you. Okay. You have to tell me if you like or know about Fibber McGee and Molly or The Great Gildersleeve. Which one are you more up on? Mm, I've been, uh, let's, let's, let's try Gildersleeve. Okay. Gildersleeve had a niece and a nephew. What was his nephew's name? Leroy. Oh, wow. Right. Or, or, or Leroy. Yep. Good. Good. <laughs> it was, uh, what's her name yes. from across the street? Shirley. Leroy. Shirley. <laughs> Very excellent. Leila. And especially now, since I am able to make CDs and I'm starting to catch up on stuff, what would you like in your envelope or your truck? Well, we'll be in my truck. Great. <laughs> It'll be in your truck by the time. Yeah. What um, did we have last week that I had put down with you? We had um, 
we wanted Sherlock Holmes, Basil Rathbone two weeks ago, and then last week you wanted the South African Sherlock Holmes. So you've got two different sets of Sherlock Holmes coming. Those are the most recent ones. Okay, and did I ask you recently to to, to write something else down that, that I would like? No. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Mr. President, does that, that uh, covers true facts about all various uh -huh. presidents? Yep, that's a good yes, series. Yes, it does. And that's okay. a good series, too. Why don't I, I uh, have you do that for That'd me? That'd be great. Mr. President, you've got. It's a good show. Excellent show. Not my favorite, but it's, I mean, that doesn't take away from it. It is an excellent show with good portraits. I don't like surprise endings. <laughs> you don't like what? Surprise endings. I don't like surprise endings. They ask you to identify the president at the beginning of the show, and they give, um, is it a half an hour show, Walden? Yeah, I think it's, so. a, it's a yeah, half hour. Half an hour. And, right? Yeah. Half an hour. And through the half an hour show, you get snapshots of the president as he is working through his term of office. And you're supposed to guess along the way which president they're talking about. And I'm not good at guessing games. So, but okay. Walden is so hot on presidents, he knows as soon as... Okay, so let me ask you, let me ask you this as a writer, Patricia. Oh, dear. Yes? What other format would you consider for that series? For that series? I I would prefer that they tell me which president I'm listening to. It would mean more to me if I knew the name of the president they were portraying. I don't want to wait until the end and say, what did he do now? Oh, I want to be able to oh, 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 put it in context. So you, think, you, think that would not, you don't think that would take away from the mystique of the series? I don't, I don't think the series had any mystique. Well, I mean, I, the, think, the guessing... I think I got robbed when I listened to the show because they don't tell me who I'm listening about, and I'd appreciate it more. Okay. I mean, sure. if, I, if I think somebody is Calvin Coolidge and it turns out to be Teddy Roosevelt, I mean, I have to wait until the end of the show to find out I was wrong. Okay. Now... And you spent the whole show in your mind, yeah. putting all of that towards Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. Struggling I, I, and struggling I, yeah, to, to um, yeah, struggling to come up with the right president. Okay, now. Now, Walden, you are right up there with presidents. You know backwards yeah. and forwards your president. You're amazing. So I think me? you appreciate the show far, far more than, than the average bear. Am I you average? I'm just an average bear. No, you're not an average uh, bear. No, no, you're average. normal. <laughs> Okay, yeah, now definitely happy normal. Now, now let me ask yeah. you this, Patricia. What? We know you love detective stories. Right. You don't know the ending there. You're trying to guess, aren't you, when you're reading it? Oh, I can, but I can solve it along with the detective. So what I was wondering, <laughs> like the Ori Queen, have you listened to it, some of the one where they have, say, you have the story and then they stop and they have this panel. They're trying to guess the ending. Yes, I have heard that. What do you think of that format? I'm, I'm not crazy about it. I'm not surprised. They, us, they usually have stupid people. <laughs> it's very hard to listen to somebody who says, I think the horse did it, you know? It's it's just not, it's not my cup of... Okay. Just so, to well, I Paul, just... when you get to listen to Mr. President, you will give an evaluation and tell me what you think about it. 
Okay, I've only just heard it recently, yeah. and I might have only heard one or two episodes. Well, now you'll hear a whole bunch of them. You can give a full, detailed analysis. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. So you will listen to the bunch of them, and then you will call back and say, Walden's right on target. It was fun trying to guess who the president was. Or Patricia's right on target. How dare they keep me in suspense with something that's so well, important. Well, that's why I'm wondering what, how successful the series would have been if you knew the president ahead of time. That's all I'm wondering. Well, they would have had me as a listener. Okay, all right. Well, I, I have to agree with Patricia that I think I would be um, feeling the same way. Uh-huh. Because it isn't a detective um, show. Right. I, I, I'm sure I would have enjoyed it, but I, I would probably be, especially with my cognitive issues. Right. Um, like if she said she thinks that it might have been Teddy Roosevelt, I m- might be thinking that way and then attributing it towards the wrong guy the whole time, mm-hmm. and then maybe the, the um, right answer the end it, might not be enough could, to kick could, out the other guy. Okay, cool. could, it been a, could you guys... Enjoy yeah. the story. Yeah, well, I'm saying you guys. Enjoy yeah. the story and not and block out who trying to get the guessing game until the very end. Or you think your mind is always trying to figure out who it is. My you, mind is getting frustrated because I don't know who it is. And I, my brain works a little differently from most people's. Right. And I think that's part of the problem here. It, it just, I get frustrated easily. It's what? one of the reasons I can't sit and watch a movie. I have to stand up and move around. I know that. But I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, could you block yourself out? You yeah. know, any way you could block it out? Block out if I knew it ahead of time? Right. Well, no. It, it, even though she didn't know the answer, could you block that part of it out and just enjoy the, the story? Frustration. No. No, because my brain is part of me. Okay, okay. I guess you, that's a good, yeah. that's a good no, answer. I would have a hard time doing that. I uh-huh. think I understand what you're asking, but... Right. I don't know if I, 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 I can't, would or not. I, can't, I, I just can't appreciate. Guess who? Guess who? I, mean, I, I think more people... I, I think coming more, up behind me and saying, guess who? Yeah, I think most people are think that way anyway. That they're trying to figure out who it is anyway. Hmm. I think so. No, I think I'm odd man out on this. No, I think I think you're typical. I'm not typical. Yes, you are. You're you're special. you're special. Yeah. I'm special. I'm typically special. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Okay. Well, Paul, we will get you, Mr. President, and um, your evaluation. I will appreciate. Okay, it'll be a while. No problem. All right. Well, I know you've got a few things going on there, That's right. like maybe a wedding. Yes. Uh, yes. Indeed. Well, is it, what day is it next week? What day is the wedding? Saturday. Saturday. It's Saturday, so we're not going to be able to talk with you Saturday night, probably. Is that correct? No, probably not. Okay, so you have to take notes and be ready to talk with us about it the following week. Right. It's okay. going to be at a friends of ours uh, estate, we we'll call it. It's a pretty big piece of property, and they have this large, large front yard grass area mm-hmm. there, you know, the willow trees, and they are going to be just finishing up this huge gazebo. I haven't seen it yet, but my wife said it's huge, round gazebo 
um, with cement floor that's uh, going to be where the dancing is taking place. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so uh, the merit, the merit, the wedding will be right there, and the reception right there. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I hope you have a wonderful time and spectacular weather and everything goes just the way you want it to. Thank you so very much. You're very it. welcome. And Bob, okay, don't we'll forget the to tomato soup. Week. That's right. The tomato soup, Bob. All right, tomorrow. Okay, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good, good night. You too. Bye-bye. 714-544-5444. And you did that by memory. First time in four weeks we said it out loud. And you did that by memory. I did. I I know. I I remember some things. Not my name. (laughs) You do so good. Oh, that's okay. You do so good. All right. So I've got a mountain of golf information. I've got a squillion, squillion pieces of useless but fun. I've got Walden's questions. What would you like to do? How about the phone call? Hello there. Yeah, on the air. Hello, Walden. Hello, Patricia. There is a well, guy who hi, does Jim, not like. I I agree with the glebe. Okay, now now Jim. Yeah. When we get before we get to the glebe, you like milk in anything? Only on what you mean aside from drinking it plain. Well, I know I'm not even sure if you like drinking it plain. That's why I'm wondering. Right, sometimes I like drinking it plain. I will like it on vanilla wafers. My mother used to give me cookies and milk. She would put a bowl of vanilla wafers out, and I put the, she put the milk on the vanilla wafers. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I would go along with that. That's good. Okay. But I don't like milk on cereal. I know. I eat cereal dry. Everyone is amazed. My family is amazed that I do that when I don't even eat shredded wheat dry or. Oh my goodness! Okay, now, now, what do you have next to it to drink while you're eating it? Well, I'll drink juice or, or you know, coffee or something. Uh huh. Okay. And, but I just don't like. I don't. I just. You see, when I was in school in my childhood days, they would sometimes put the milk on the cereal in our dining room before. A minute or two before we got to the dining room for breakfast, oh. cereal would get soggy. Yeah, yeah, and mush. And I, I mean, if you eat soggy Cheerios, they taste like noodles. Like, like noodles. <laughs> oh, it's awful. It's like eating mashed potatoes that don't taste right. And and it's the hardest thing to clean. You know, with cereal stuck in milk, trying to scrape them out of the bowl when you're trying to no. do dishes. It's something. No, it's I, I liked. Uh, I guess my. Do they still make Quaker puffed wheat and puffed rice? I think so. I don't hear it advertised. Of course, they don't advertise on radio anymore.